0: All right, well, welcome back to...
1: Cold Cuts.
0: There we go. It's good to have the name and logo out finally. Mm -hmm. It's a good feeling to finally get the first episode. Yep. Okay. You know it. But you had something you wanted to talk about.
1: Okay, so I'm mad for context. (sighs) Since the beginning of the pandemic, NYU, my alma mater, (laughs) has... uh, (laughs) Failed every single step of the way, like literally every single thing they attempted, they have failed at. They have, um, in order to like help students or help the school, uh, deal with the pandemic. And I understand, you know, it's hard, not every lot of schools are having issues too. It's hard,
0: it's kind of the wild west right now. Yeah, you don't know what's right, what's wrong.
1: Um, you know, no school's perfect,
0: definitely not. (laughs) Yeah,
1: um, but seriously, seriously, I have not seen another school like as bad as NYU, as bad as NYU, and, and i know i know what you're gonna say like like i have bias because like i've heard the most about nyu because i, I mean, went there have. and all my friends are there yeah. but um i went out of my way when i was doing the daily updates to look at what other to look were at what doing. other schools were doing yeah and yeah again they weren't perfect they were a lot of i i also made sure to go on like social media and like see what the students were saying like especially on twitter sure um and there weren't there weren't not all of them were doing a great job. But I, I'd say a, a handful of schools did a good job.
0: Yeah, I was going to say with a quick caveat, I don't think I've heard a positive thing. And I didn't do like research. Giant or school, Wesleyan
1: did a great job. It oh, seems to me. Yeah. From what I've heard. Well,
0: um, I, I'm just saying, like, I think like 90% of students are complaining about the way their schools. You know, one second, stuff. one second,
1: one second. Okay. So I just <laughs> went to the other room and asked my sister, who is a Wesleyan student, how they would rate uh, Wesleyan's response to the pandemic. And they said, Quote, quite good.
0: Your sister's also very nice. i just saying.
1: Not when it comes to institutions. Fair enough.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: Quite good. And <laughs> I said, How about Adam, Shai's boyfriend? Yes. And he would rate it even higher. So.
0: There we go. So. Stellar, stellar. So, out of the handful, that's, one of the handful, on of on that's <laughs> one of the handful of schools.
1: That's one of the handful of schools. Yeah. Now, sure. NYU. Just listen to. um. Uh, WNYU COVID casts to to hear us hear the student reporting on that on those issues yes <sighs> anyway so what is happening now is that NYU is putting students back on campus what you, if, you, if you're if you're registered in a class that has in-person instruction you have to uh-huh. be on campus you have to go to the class in person okay okay
0: who determines if the class is in person or the not? department I see okay. okay
1: this is right now as I understand it, most students have at least one class that is in person, uh-huh. which means that m- most, most students, students are on have campus.
0: To be, okay. Yeah, okay.
1: So, uh-huh. today's the twentieth; they yeah. have to get there on the eighteenth.
0: Oh, okay. so in quarantine,
1: two weeks before classes start. Jesus. So, okay, you can't leave your dorm for two weeks. Yeah, You're, they have food delivery, three meals a day for students who are quarantining in their dorms. Yeah, except they're not, <laughs> and I'm talking. People's dietary restrictions are just being ignored, like totally allergies, allergies religious things, veg- vegetarianism, just totally ignored. It's I've like been, prison. I, it's like prison. People straight up aren't getting meals. Some people, like I've been, I've because this is what I've been reading on Twitter, just like people going through. Apparently, it's I'm not on TikTok, but apparently TikTok has been overtaken by nyu students complaining about the food service because like people who aren't from nyu like people who don't go to nyu aren't from new york are seeing these tiktoks yeah about like people like going through like the meals they're getting from nyu i'm talking like a chicken salad like box with just dressing in it oh one person said um she and her roommate are both vegetarian and they've got since tuesday 10 meals of chicken salad
0: just for for how many days? Since Tuesday. So today's Thursday. That's so stupid.
1: Um, I'm talking like pork for Muslims. Um, if
0: you're vegan, like forget about. Oh it. I'm yeah, because um, like, there's eggs and like cream and stuff and everything. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, th- don't even get me started on people who like who have food insecurity at home and when they're back on campus and they have a meal plan because their scholarships. That yeah. is when they have consistent meals. Now they don't have that. Yeah. Uh, like or people who are recovering from eating disorders and they need to have consistent meals in order to yeah. for their recovery. Um, yeah. Uh it's just a complete shit show like complete a mess. Just, like straight up people aren't getting food right okay um
0: and now the question is why
1: well so NYU put out a statement today that blames the um chartwell which is the like the contractor they're using for the deliveries and like sure. the food prep i mean
0: it could be fair right sure yeah okay
1: but they hired the company it's um still your fault it's still your fault it's like the students Rico still man. Re- rely on you especially in this special situation where you have to get food delivered yeah like for every single meal yeah like they're relying on you to literally eat. Like it's a basic need. <laughs> it is a basic a need. Right. And then this is the thing that like really fucking pissed me off. Like I was, you know, the the angry Kirby meme. Like,
0: no, but no, okay. Like, <laughs> like I was, I was that. Like on the.
1: So sure. What there, so there are there were a ton of TikToks yeah. flooding TikTok, getting popular about NYU students complaining about the food situation, right? Yeah. So there have been other, other NYU students counter TikToking, people who live off campus who live in, in apartments or mm-hmm. have um or just have money yeah. um have been uh just uh posting about all the food they have. Oh my god. Just to gloat. I saw one person like, oh like like uh, sending Kitchen positivity from my from my off campus apartment and like literally going through their drawers full of like food and like opening their cabinets and like just like it's like just st-
0: not nice. I, okay, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of see the humor in it.
1: Oh, and then and then I've been seeing people saying like, oh, like aren't all NYU students rich? Like, why are why are they complaining? Just and like that's the like, stupidest like, dude, thing. I, fuck dude. you, like fuck <laughs> yeah, you. Prick, even all right, even if like, like you're right and 99 percent of the students are rich, there's still 60,000 students at the school. That's a significant amount of people. <laughs> and also like that's not true. Like yeah, no. Otherwise they wouldn't be complaining.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, straight up. Actually, it's good. Well, not that like, rich if, if don't you complain. could just
1: Uber eats it, it would, nobody would be complaining. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> not, but I'm just also like, not that rich people don't complain about stupid things. They do. Yes,
1: right. I mean, there's also the stereotype, but but that I hear from like real New Yorkers, quote unquote. I'm yeah. making air quotes. Yeah. Um, is that like NYU students? Like they're gentrifiers, or like just university students in general? Like they're yeah. gentrifiers. They're coming from outside of New York. They're coming from outside of the city. They're not really like they're going to leave once they graduate. They're not really part of the city. They don't See, really care what happens to it. That that's kind of thing.
0: true, which is true in every city extent. but New York. <laughs>
1: what do you say? But New York.
0: Well, I just feel like people are coming. They. I feel like everybody wants to work in New York, oh, LA, San York. Fran. Yeah. Right. So yeah, you're yeah, saying yeah. the
1: kids who come from other places in the country to so go to school in New York want to stay in. New Usually, York. Yeah.
0: it's not the same. CMU, Pittsburgh, where that actually is true, where you most people yeah. do. Like, not want to live in Pittsburgh, or at least CMU students do yeah. not stay in Pittsburgh because unfortunately, it's just not that it's a small city, it's not that good for young people, mm-hmm. you know, or or sorry, young like, like professionals, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a fun college city for sure. Um, I can tell you about what CMU is doing, and I don't know as much about it, and I don't think people are unhappy about it, more just confused. Um, and basically, CMU for it's like, so Thanksgiving is a little late this year, or something like that. Basically, CMU is hybrid for the first ten weeks until Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you can make it to campus, you're expected to. Mm-hmm. But if you can't, like international students, like you. Don't I think have that's to.
1: actually what Wesleyan is doing too.
0: Yeah, and it's a good system. But what I don't understand is why. So they, I think they're scared of people like traveling to Thanksgiving mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving and then coming back and bringing the virus back and stuff. Um, I guess it helps with the international students, like they don't lose their visas. But it seems really inefficient to have like half hybrid and then after Thanksgiving it's all online that seems strange why I, that's what I'm saying I, I just I feel bad for the professors in this case because mm-hmm. they have to divide, d- divine uh devise a a hybrid course mm-hmm. um for 10 weeks and then a, a, an all online course and that's I mean it's two maybe like two and a half different classes basically mm-hmm. because you know when the first 10 weeks like I mean online is just easier than in person I mean, yeah like, they, like you know, uh, like also you learn less, you learn less sure, and it's I mean, but it's easier as in your grades because it's- w- like really easy to cheat, and it's it's mm-hmm. also really easy to like um like well, I guess that's really it especially if you're working with people in different time zones like mm-hmm. you got international students in like China or like the middle East or whatever yeah. like. These online students, like, are you going to give them a different test? Are you going to give really, them the same test? You know, how do you monitor the time that they have for I also it? think,
1: like, like, it's really whack to have, like, mandatory attendance for online classes. Because there's, like, the biggest one, obviously, is time zones. But also, like, there are so many reasons why it would be a problem for people. Um, well, I... To, like, I, have to be not only there, but, like, with their cameras on and their audio on. Like,
0: I, I really... I mean... I, I get it and I don't because they're like discussion based classes that you need yeah. to be there for like some classes aren't designed like especially like some electives and stuff yeah. like they're not designed to just like grind it out or and yeah I mean or like there. my
1: journalism classes for example where like half the class of each session of each class was workshopping like yeah. you would review each other's papers and stuff Yeah, but exactly. Like, I mean that doesn't need to happen in real time you know you could just assign it as homework Um, but but then how do you know they're gonna actually do it because they'll have to submit it like a video of themselves no like like it? with the revisions oh
0: well i'm saying like an archie like you got to give like and i I know a bunch of archie majors and stuff and like they get feedback like what architecture so archie yeah yeah, i don't know why that's just (laughs) what i I say i guess um uh you know they get feedback from the professors every once in a while. i don't know if it's like every class or what class it is but like those kinds of classes if you're a music major you know like oh yeah those kinds of like there are certain classes where you need to be in person
1: all right so time for some hot takes
0: yeah basically i think um there there is some sort of national council of fraternities, I forget okay. the IF IFC, whatever the fuck it's called. Um and the head of the cult. Hazing is bad. Um but I think one of the requirements to be like a, if you want to be like a frat bro, you know what I mean? One of the requirements should be to rumple. You know, you mm-hmm. have to and mm-hmm. for the you know, or detonator, I don't know, there's a million words for it. You gotta crack I've only ever heard rumple. I, I've heard a couple of different things in my school or I guess the only other thing is dead. so describe
1: it for people who don't know what so, is it so now?
0: basically it's um, you take the cheapest beer you can find I think that's like almost a requirement yeah <laughs> and uh, you take a can and you shake it up as much as you can right because well I mean if you're bold you don't shake it up at all mm-hmm. so, but it gets super fizzy and it's about to pop and you take it and you slam it as hard as you can onto your head and it bursts open and you are basically creating your own living beer bomb it goes everywhere
1: the goal is... So, like yeah, you're supposed to break it on your head and then drink as much of it as possible as it's coming out of the can.
0: Yeah. Uh, the goal is to, and I quote, fucking send it. Yes. Uh. And,
1: and, and, and just to be clear, this isn't about drinking because you're losing most of the beer no, anyway. No. It's about... It's about sending it.
0: It's about it's yeah, and it's just just being rowdy. It. It's about sending it. It's about maybe impressing a girl, but mm. even more importantly, impressing the boys. And and and,
1: <laughs> and the, the most important part is the the dumb macho aspect of I'm breaking a metal can hey, on my head. Hey,
0: dumb is a strong word. I mean, I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad thing because
1: remember that's always for the boys. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's always for the and, boys.
0: And what I also like, why I think it's important is like yeah, it's for the boys. That's the most important part. And like you know, if you want to be a fraternity or whatever, like. I don't know. It just it's just part I feel like it's like just ingrained in the culture. Like you can't be this macho frat star guy if you're not rumpling beers on the reg, you know? And and you know what? I don't rumple. I don't rumple. <laughs> and I am not a macho frat guy by the way. Um
1: Eric was in a frat. No, I wasn't. <laughs> Eric was in a frat. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Would your frat bros be happy if you heard if, if they heard you say it's not a real frat?
0: I don't know. I I don't think they really care. I don't I don't know. We'll see. Um, I might get a couple texts after this. Yo, Eric, what the fuck? Um, I thought we were brothers. Yeah, frats are also about drinking heavily, right? Which yeah, is okay. it's a core drink, part of it. Drink responsibly, that's a core please, part. everybody. I'm begging you. <laughs> um,
1: Key point: If you want to drink responsibly, don't join a frat.
0: <laughs> yeah. Also that. Um, and when you drink, you lose brain cells. That, that's like a known fact. Alcohol. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're hitting objects cells. on your head. Well, but what I'm saying is, it could, because like 80% of the beer flies out of the can mm-hmm. and there's no way to drink it or recover it, mm-hmm. you're probably losing just the same amount of brain cells as rumpling from it. Smacking, from smashing it a metal object on your head. Especially your head. if you like one hit detonate that like natty daddy that's like 12 days old you know what i mean it's going everywhere you know splashing on everybody the walls it's like a jackson pollock painting um you know one hit like uh it's probably you know the same amount as drinking one beer like really really fast i would assume
1: that the that the the rumbling even if you do miss most of the beer is still more brain damaging than drinking
0: yeah probably i mean let's be real probably is but for argument for fun's sake for for bro science's sake for bro science's sake (laughs) Um, it's at least like it's at most the same amount of brain cells, probably. You know, something like that. It's 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 close. You know,
1: just I'd say it's a stretch, but sure. Let, th- let, th- let's 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 just, accept that premise. Let's
0: call it in the variance. And also, if you're, if you're like you're trying to be this big frat guy, and you're trying to save brain cells. You have no business being in a frat. Uh, I mean, if there's people jumping off the tables. Uh,
1: Put that quote in the description. <laughs> if, you're, if you're trying to save brain cells, you shouldn't be in a frat. No,
0: definitely not. Um, yeah, I, and uh, honestly, it's I've only done it once, twice. It's pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie. like you know in, in in moderation. Like, it's it's a real it's a real crowd starter. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like if you're doing it, everybody's watching, and then you're able to like do it well.
1: The chanting, you know. Yeah,
0: there's the chanting, rumple, rumble, still skin mm-hmm. rumble. You know, you remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, no, I mean that's really all I have to say. Everybody, everybody should rumble. I think it's a it's a character building experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> going from
1: even... you don't need don't need novocaine for wisdom that <laughs> you should be smashing metal objects on yeah your i don't think fun.
0: you know i think uh, I, I can give generally helpful advice and honestly like when, I, when i'm giving serious advice i feel like i'm right a lot but i say you... stuff like this that makes nobody listen to me and i like honestly don't even what do you think
1: them. about our hot takes and the impression of you that you're giving to our audience through them
0: yeah, see, I've never been good at first impressions, and um, honestly, especially after this first episode was posted, like, I don't really think it matters anymore. <laughs> All right, but you have a little more of a, a slightly more serious hot take, or at least not as dumb as mine. Yeah. So I
1: think that in 2020, technology can do so much, right? It yes. Can, so many things. they are robots. I, I'm talking even, even... Like, I'm talking like day to day life things, even things that 10 years ago you would need some other specialized object to do, you can do on your phone to a pretty decent extent for like uh, casual use, right? Yeah. Um, I would apply that to everything pretty much. Uh, considering the fact that if you have a computer and a phone, you can pretty much do so many productivity related activities, you know, like
0: it's a little vague, but I mean, I know what you're talking okay, about. I'm talking
1: about, um, I have a radio on my desk. Sure. Right. I have a, I have a Crosley radio, like a like a desktop one. It has an antenna. It has. You know It has <laughs> Wait, how knobs. Old is that? It's not that old. Oh. Like, it's like from 2010 or something. Like they make oh. them now for like for the purpose of people who like the retro aesthetic. Right. Ah. They even you can even buy like a Bluetooth speaker that looks like that. You know, just because people like the aesthetic. True. Um. So anyway, there's no reason for me to own that radio. There's no functional purpose to me owning that radio because any radio station that I can get through the antenna oh, yeah, here, can I can on get on online.
0: Yeah.
1: with I, I can get so many more online. I can play them through better speakers that, like, which are the ones on my computer which are way better speakers than the speakers in <laughs> the radio.
0: You're just a cold blue hipster, are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean,
1: I had to get it because, because you know... Yeah, why did you get it? Because
0: it's cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but
1: that's my point. There is no functional purpose for this. Some jackass will try to tell you that, oh, like, it, it sounds like... Warmer on the on the like no fuck you just get you some know, headphones fuck you just get mm-hmm. some headphones mm-hmm. the point is everything that radio does can be done better by a computer or a phone yeah and I only own it because I like the aesthetic okay At now least this you're about it now there are so many people that I know that insist on doing analog things okay like like non digital things when there are very easy digital alternatives to them like for example um writing letters and sending them through oh. the mail. a lot um taking notes by hand um i seriously don't think that there is an argument for doing any of these things that could be done digitally other than you like the aesthetic yeah now there are there is one caveat to this and that is taking notes by hand. Yeah, I was going to say... I, was gonna there, that I have next. heard there are studies that say, like, if you're taking notes by hand, it makes it easier to remember what you're writing. They're not like, great. the reason why the reason why that was the case is because there are more distractions on the computer... Yeah. ...versus on the notebook. But that's, that's just an issue of the person's self-control.
0: Yeah, so I think the conclusion of most of those studies is, like, um, other people's screens... Because, like, basically... Mm-hmm if like i don't even know actually what the exact conclusion was but basically you're assuming somebody is going to be distracted and like on youtube or something that's also and you're going to be distracted by them being on that's also what
1: i heard professors say all the fucking time like oh you shouldn't use computers even if you're not being distracted by stuff on your computer someone else is going to be distracted by like someone else's computer Uh, and i i think that is purely a self-control issue especially when you're talking about adults in college that it's 2020. You're going to be in environments for the rest of your life where everyone's using a goddamn computer. Yeah, you're and eight- if you can't control yourself and over their shoulder, then you're, you're fucked, basically. You're kind of fucked. Like, <laughs>
0: you're, you're 18 to 22 years old. I think you can get a you handle could, on Yeah, <laughs> like, like you're 18
1: to 22 years old. Unless you have some kind of attention deficit disorder, then you can deal with it. Yeah.
0: Taking notes uh, by hand, like with an iPad and a pen, mm-hmm. like I would do that if I like wanted to buy oh, an oh, iPad. Oh, right, right. And a pen. Or like, like, the, like the Surface laptops. Yeah, but pens. like a notebook and a pencil is like two bucks together that's true that's true there is.
1: also there is also the cost thing that i'm not even going to discuss because because if you're talking about buying something because it's cheaper it's usually assumed that it's cheaper because it's worse yeah um yeah so or that it's cheaper because it's easier to produce but in this case like i would say it's worse like i
0: can't type out my math notes or stats notes mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. uh but that's the that's literally the only thing
1: thanks for listening to cold cuts catch us next time um hope you enjoyed
0: all right thanks